Previously recorded in Cookville, Tennessee, it's the NFLs on NFLs.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to NFLs, a podcast where football is continually discussed, no matter what, against all odds. Um, and I'm Jacob Wilkinson. And uh, the other end of that continuum, here I am, your other host, Drew Wade. And we made a bold promise at the beginning of the season that clearly, at least I was not ready to hold up to, <laughs> um, that we would miss an episode. Unfortunately, the election week got crazy and I lost my laptop charger. So this episode and the episode from last week will both be released tomorrow as kind of like a do you remember when they put out a new Assassin's Creed game for the Xbox 360 and then a different Assassin's Creed game for like the Xbox One? It's going to be kind of like that. Yeah, exactly so, like that. <laughs> we're going to drop both of them tomorrow. Um, but football, regardless, has continued to occur. Andrew, what is the score looking like here on the NFL's podcast? Well, uh, specifically last week, uh, yours truly had a pretty solid uh record of 10 and 4. Jacob went 9 and 5 with the coin going 6 and 8. We went uh 3 and 2 in disagreements in my favor, which uh which you might this you might not know since you haven't listened to last you might not have listened to last week's episode. Um we were tied last week and now that puts me one ahead. I am at 86 wins, 46 losses and one tie. Jacob is at 85, 47, and 1. While the coin is sitting now two games below 500 at 65, 67, and 1. The coin finally messed up, bro. We knew it was coming. It was uh, inevitable. Writing on the wall for a while now, I think. Yeah. Um, It's really sad that we had to watch him go through this. Like, Yeah. It's like uh, Like... Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, you just like you just have to watch. There's just nothing you can do about it. So, um, so we're recording this episode at 8:48 p.m. Uh, Wednesday night EST. Usually, I like to have the episodes out at 5 p.m. EST Wednesdays. So, um, that's not gonna happen. So, I think we're maybe gonna go one more <laughs> week without a bit. Uh, but next week, I promise a good bit and maybe even a Wednesday morning release on on Jacob. So. Anyway, let's yes. get to week ten. Um, let's let's pick some games, brother. And we're starting off with yet another divisional week opener. I feel like that's been almost all of them this season. No, I guess yeah, not last like, week, but no, except for last week, yeah. I feel like they've all been divisional. A lot of them have been. Anyway, um, Tennessee Titans are hosting the Indianapolis Colts, and these teams, I believe, have the same win loss. No, wait, I guess actually the Titans back up to being ahead again after the yes, Colts lost to the Titans, Ravens. Titans are a game ahead, I think. Yeah. Or at least half a game ahead. I'm not sure if they've played the same number of games or not. Um, but, let me see. Uh, the winner of this game, uh, regardless, is going to be in first place in the division. Yep, that is correct. Yeah, the Titans sit at 6-2 and two and the Colts sit at 5-3. and three. Um, right. So this is definitely a good game to watch. This is actually one of the few like good primetime games we've had this season, I think um, probably yeah, even the best Thursday night game, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. 
like unintentionally even because you don't really expect this to be like such an important game at week 10 but here we are um i think i'm gonna go with the titans on this one they had a little bit of a rough patch for a couple weeks in a row taking some really odd losses some a, a tough loss to uh the Steelers and then the really random loss to the Bengals. But um, I thought that they stabilized pretty well versus the Bears. Obviously, I didn't expect that to happen. So I'm impressed right now with the Titans and the Colts. Good, But, like, whenever they play these games, like the ones that they played against the Ravens, like, I'm kind of reminded that this isn't really, like, a like a high-tier team. Like, they took, like, a two-score loss to the Ravens. So... Um, yeah, I'm kind of favoring the Titans a little bit more right now, so I'm going to go Titans on this game. Yeah, the Colts put up a good fight at the beginning of that game, uh, scored first, and then uh, gave up a fumble recovery touchdown. And uh, so it was pretty much playing behind from that point, um, which obviously they, their defense actually did fairly well against uh, the Ravens. Uh, Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. definitely not an MVP caliber game. Um, but yeah. <laughs> still was not enough. Uh, Titans, on the other hand, had kind of a they, – they had a – I didn't really watch the game, but just from the sound of it and just like the stat lines and stuff, it seemed pretty boring. Um, yeah. Ryan Tannehill had one of his famous 150-yard games. that uh, He had a couple of those in the playoffs last season, and they really leaned on the run. So it seems like mm-hmm. that happened again against the Bears. Um, I think that the Colts are going to win this game. Um, Wow. I don't know. I don't trust I don't trust the Titans in big situation games right now. Uh after they did they did almost come back and beat the Steelers, which was impressive, but ended up not winning that game. And then the next week dropping to Cincinnati is really what's making me make this uh decision. Just um so but I think both of the, I think these are pretty evenly matched teams, so I think it'll be close. But only I'm going to go with the Colts. Only the third Thursday night disagreement of the season, and one of them yeah. was me not trusting in the Broncos versus the Jets. So the Jets, yeah. <laughs> and now we know always pick against the Jets, except they almost beat the Patriots this week. Almost. So there's that. Anyway, that's a bingo card for you. Talking about a third team that isn't related to <laughs> this game. Anyway, let's see what the coin has to say. Uh, coin also going with the Colts. Wow. Not picking the Titans very much recently, but it is what it is. They broke up. Uh, they broke up. <laughs> up next, uh, ooh, spicy NFC least matchup. Uh, we've <laughs> got my Philadelphia Eagles traveling about an hour away to play the New York Giants in New Jersey. Um, off of a hot win. Giants, yes, off a hot win against Washington <laughs> football team where they almost blew a 20-point lead, which would have been so Giants, but they managed to hold on, force a turnover at the end. Uh, Alex Smith actually came back, came and played that game for the uh, Washington football team. So that was cool to see him come back out after that scary injury he had like over a year ago. But mm-hmm. uh, he ended up throwing like three picks, which kind of put the nail in the coffin for them at the end so um anyway back to eagles and giants eagles coming off a bye week they're actually getting a lot of people back from injury uh this is gonna probably gonna be the healthiest they've been all season in this game uh coming in uh, against the giants team that is two and seven uh and still just one and a half games out of the division (laughs) um but 
I, I, I expect this to be a lot more dominant win for the Eagles than the first time these teams played, um, both because they're getting healthier and coming off a bye, and because mm-hmm. I really don't expect Carson Wentz to continue the slump that he's been in for this first half of the season. Um, he's already thrown 12 picks. That's five more than he's thrown in each of the last three seasons. I just don't expect that to continue. But if it does, maybe by the end of this season, if he hasn't turned things around, maybe we'll have that conversation of, well, where do we go from here at quarterback? But for now, I'm sticking with Carson Wentz. I think we're going to win this game by a good margin. So I'm going Eagles. Yeah, that was a lot more than I would ever have talked about this game. But I agree. I'm definitely going Eagles also. It's exciting to hear that they're healthy again, bro. I hope it works this time. Smile. Me, me, me too, buddy. <laughs> Uh, next up, we have the Houston Texans traveling to play the Cleveland Browns. Um, yikes. Mm. The Fun. Texans practically out of contention for a wild card spot at this point. Yep. Um, rocking a solid two and six score line. Cleveland kind of hanging on by a thread a little bit, um, especially with the talks of expanding to an eighth um, seed. So, the way I see it in the AFC right now, um, I think. AFC North is just going to get two seeds. That's just the way it is, at least for sure. Like the, oh, yeah. like the Pittsburgh and Baltimore are both going to get in. Similarly, I think both Tennessee and Indianapolis will get in. Um, so then that leaves Buffalo as their person. And um, <laughs> and for this, and then the Chiefs. And then after that, really, honestly, I think only the Raiders, the Dolphins, and the Browns are in contention for those other two spots. Um, So this is going to be a kind of a pivotal game for the Browns. Um, Any games that they have against these, like, teams that aren't performing really well right now. Because the Dolphins are, like, breeding the heat at the moment. And I think that the Raiders aren't as good as as either of these other teams to me honestly but um they are definitely not dropping random losses right now so that's you know like this is going to be an important game for the browns and i expect them to show up and make it happen uh because i definitely don't expect in the texans to put up any good wins right now so i'm gonna go with the uh browns on this one yeah, Texans picking up their second win last week against a uh, not very good Jaguars team. Only was able to win that game by two. Um, who did the Texans beat their, for their first win? Was it the Jags? Because I kind of feel like it. Yeah. Yeah, it was the Jags. So the Texans have two wins, both coming against the Jags. Um, this last one, even less convincing than the first one. Uh, that's without Gardner playing in this one. This is another sixth-round rookie. Um, just like Gardner was last year. Uh, so Jags kind of going on that pattern. But anyway, uh, I don't expect too much from the Texans anymore this year, kind of in just a big state of disarray. Uh, Browns, like you said, are going to be fighting for one of those playoff spots, uh, regardless of uh, whether or not that eighth team uh, makes it in. I yeah. think that they're in their minds, they're still going to be fighting for one of those playoff spots. So they've still got a lot to play for this season. So I'm going to be going with the Browns as well. See what the coin has to say. Coin is going with the Browns as well. Cool. Very cool coin. Thank you. (laughs) Anyway, up next. uh, 
barn burner of a game. We've got Washington football team going to play the Detroit Lions. Uh, both these teams, not very good. I think the Lions are a little better, though. The Lions are at home. Not that that makes too much of a difference this year, but uh, I think the Lions have more upside. Uh, although Washington has shown some some things that they can do pretty well this year. They're very good at getting the quarterback. Um, and some games they've been able to get their run game going pretty well. Uh, Terry McLaurin's a great wide receiver. I think he's going to have an exciting future there, but I do not think they're going to win this one against the Lions. So yeah. The Matt Patricia saga continues at least another week. <laughs> that is about to become a bingo square, but yeah, I agree. Um, Lions are not very good, but Washington football team is pretty awful. Um, couldn't even pick up on an almost fumbled win against the Giants, as you said earlier. Definitely not putting any faith in their corner right now. I already made the mistake of picking them last week, so Lions. Lions. Nice. See what L Coin has to say. Coin? Also going to the Lions. Surprise, surprise. A unanimous vote. Um, next up, wow, this episode started off with a disagreement, but a lot of these games are just one-sided mm-hmm. as heck, I feel like. Um, yeah. Next up, we have the Green Bay Packers hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars, and <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to go Packers on this one. Um, crazy. Crazy, yeah. Uh, showing up for sure against the 49ers last week. Nothing else to say. That Vikings win was... I mean, the Vikings also is yikes, but I, I think that this team is still on path for a pretty easy um, second or third seed in, in the NFC. So I go Packers. Yeah, I think so as well. And especially with the Bears kind of being like ousted as like not as good as maybe their like four and one record earlier yeah. this season indicated. Uh, I think the Packers have will have a pretty easy time uh, locking down their division, at least. So I'm going Packers as well. Jags, not a good football team. But that does not stop the coin from picking them, as that just happened. So well, there we go. Going with the shock. Why am I typing the city name? Anyway, Jaguars. It's nice about that. Up next, we've got an exciting AFC North matchup. I know what you're thinking. Must be Ravens-Steelers. Nope, it's Bengals-Steelers. <laughs> um, Steelers actually played very closely with the depleted Dallas Cowboys this past week. So that was a little concerning, but the important thing is they came out with a W. They are still undefeated. 8-0. So uh, I think this is the longest they've gone undefeated for sure with uh, their current coaching regime under Mike Tomlin. But um, I think they're going to be moving to 9-0 this week. Uh, Bengals were able to beat the Titans a couple weeks ago, but other than that, have not looked fantastic this year, obviously. But even though they haven't looked good, far and away better than they looked last year. So props to them for that. Yeah. Um, the Steelers are definitely... I've, I've been seeing some people call them the strongest team in the league. I don't know that I'm comfortable saying that um they're definitely up there one thing's for sure this team is pretty much the only team in the league that's like on lock for a playoff spot at this point um so definitely looking pretty solid right now even though this game against the cowboys was close it was still low scoring ultimately i think it was just kind of a slow boring game more than anything else i'm still pretty convinced 
Uh, the, the Steelers, I will say, like, I think I've pointed this out before. They consistently are, like, within a touchdown to a field goal, like, time and time again this season, um, right. constantly playing these really close games. So that is kind of something to watch out for, and that does kind of make me nervous with the uh, with the uh, <laughs> the Bengals because a lot of their wins ha- – I mean, sorry, a lot of their losses have been games where they, like, suddenly scored, like, like scoring 34 against Cleveland, even though they lost that game um, or 27 against Indianapolis. So Cleveland can like pick up wins and like tight, low scoring games. So I am a little nervous about that, but I, I still feel like the Steelers will probably be able to take care of that threat. So we go Steelers on this one as well. All right. And that makes this another unanimous as the coin has selected the Steelers as well. Interesting tidbit. Steelers would have to lose the rest of their game the rest of their games to do as poorly as they did last season. So oh my goodness. that's pretty crazy. <laughs> crazy what having an actual quarterback can do for your team. <laughs> True. Um, next up, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to play the Carolina Panthers. Buccaneers, also another team that are in the conversation for best team in the league that where uh, I'm not too convinced, especially after this game versus the Saints last week. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I definitely don't even know if I'd put them in the top five after yeah. that. Agreed. But one thing's for sure, uh, the Panthers are awful, and um, the Buccaneers have had a pretty good grip on their division this season, again, outside that game versus the Saints that they just played. So um, I would really be surprised if they lost to the Panthers this week, honestly. So I'm going to go Buccaneers here. All right. I'm glad you got to talk about this one first, because I get to bring up an interesting point that the Panthers were... Uh, a missed field goal away from beating the, albeit it was a 67-yard field goal, so long shot for sure, but from beating the Kansas City Chiefs this past week. Panthers uh, looking a lot better. They got Christian McCaffrey back, huge boost to their offense. Teddy Bridgewater has been looking better each week as the season has gone along. I think he's going to be a good leader for this team going forward, so I'm actually going to go with the shocker here. I'm going to go with the Panthers to beat... uh, the Buccaneers in this one. I do not, obviously I don't think, I don't expect the Buccaneers to have as terrible as a showing as they had last week against the Saints. But I mean, if you can lose 38 to three, that's pretty telling of uh, the state that your team is in. Now, Tom Brady did throw three picks. It was funny because going into the game, the announcers kept talking about, oh, he's hardly thrown any picks this year. And yeah. Two of them have been against the Saints. And then he threw three more against the Saints. So he's got five total against the Saints this year and like two in the rest of the games. Mm-hmm. But um, so obviously I expect him to play better in this game. I expect them to do better overall. I think Antonio Brown is going to get more and more integrated into this offense and have a pretty good showing this week. But I'm going to go with the Shocker. I'm going to pick the Panthers to win. I think they're better than I thought they were originally. So cool. All right. Uh, and the coin is going with the Buccaneers in this one. The coin loves Tom Brady. Well, what can so I say? The coin loves me, honestly. I'm going to I'm going to step out of the way. I'm, I'm going to let you jump into this one first. <laughs> oh, goody. I know you're so um, excited to get into this. The Denver Broncos are traveling to Las Vegas and we're probably going to lose because the Raiders are a better team than we are right now. I was so excited to be hype about the Broncos and we were going to be four and four after that, after this week and everything was going to be peachy. We lost to the Falcons. So not, no, no coming back from that one, honestly. So I'm going to go Raiders. 
Yeah, if you can't even get the Falcons to blow a lead, what, huh. what is even the point? You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. Uh, um, but you guys did make it close at the end. Uh, could have. Oh, goody! If you okay. Got, if you could have got that drive going at the end to tie it, that would have been hype. But could not get that drive going. Um, oh, I Raiders ruined my life then. <laughs> Raiders almost <laughs> blew that game against the Chargers last week. It came down to the last play. Uh, originally ruled a touchdown in the Chargers' favor and then overturned. So that was heartbreaking for the Chargers. But the Raiders uh, came out with a W, so I'm sure they're pretty happy about that. I think the Raiders are a better team as well. So unfortunately, I will be picking them as well. But I would love to see the Broncos win this game. and Maybe like ignite some hope in there. I hate the Raiders, man. Uh, Let's see how the coin feels about the Raiders. Coin? Going with the Broncos. So... The coin is known to me, has been known to be an optimist about the Broncos, even <laughs> when you were not. <laughs> so, usually it gets slapped for that. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> up next, we've got the aforementioned Chargers traveling to Miami to play the king of the NFC West Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins coming off a Hot victory against the Cardinals. Now three and zero against the NFC West. Um, I remember last week. That's wild. <laughs> last week we were talking about the Dolphins going to play the Cardinals, and I was talking about how uh, they had some crazy stuff happen against the Rams that gave them points, like a fumble recovery for a touchdown, and how that kind of stuff wouldn't happen every week. And they had another fumble recovery for a touchdown this week, and came out with the win against Arizona. Um, Tua looked a lot better in this game, I think. He definitely can have a bright future ahead of him. Brian Flores, the head coach of the Dolphins, has been great. Uh, he's really instilled a good culture in this team, and it's going to be exciting to see them going forward. It's ama- They've already got as many wins as they had last year. Um, they've really turned things around in a short time span. And uh, on the other side, Chargers have looked good in games, but they just keep finding new ways to lose <laughs> every week. Yeah. And that's going to be heartbreaking to be a Chargers fan. Um on on the upside, Justin Herbert looks really good. Uh, front runner, I think, for rookie of the year, but I don't think that's going to be good enough. I think this Dolphins team is going to continue their hot streak, so I'm going with the Dolphins this week. Yeah, um, as much as there's some individual talent that I'm impressed with on the Chargers, like Herbert, like you keep saying, um, the fact of the matter is, is that this team is in shambles right now. Couldn't pick up a win against Denver. That's not good. Can't, couldn't pick up a win against the Raiders. Usually this is a division where, like, your performance interdivisionally is almost tangential to your performance um, just like season wide. Um, so not being able to win any of their first matchups in the division is a really telltale sign for the chargers. Uh, Dolphins, like you said, potentially, obviously the, the boss has been saved for last, but the chargers are on the sweep of what we both consider to be potentially the strongest division in the league maybe that's the afc north now but either way um dolphins are definitely looking pretty good so yeah i'm also gonna go dolphins here don't really see a reason to pick otherwise this game um i'm excited to watch it unfold all right coin uh not agreeing with us going with the chargers in this one boring coin known affiliate of brendan swan so makes sense true all right next week Next up, we have the Buffalo Bills playing against the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals, um, as you just said, giving away what would have been a nice pickup win against the uh, Dolphins. The Bills 
handing a uh, fat loss to holy cow, man, the Bills. Seattle Seahawks coming through solid with 44 points versus the Seattle Seahawks. Big mogul moves, bro. Buffalo Bills Jeez. maybe also potentially looking at a sweep on the uh, on the AFC West here. So, oh, true. Um, looking looking interesting. So anyway, <laughs> I am definitely also going to expect that to happen and pick the Bills to beat the Cardinals. And so I have to. I am high on the Bills right now, dude. I, I'm feeling good about the Bills. I yeah, that's going after this last week, man. The Bills look super good. Um, it was really cool to see Josh Allen do so well. He threw for over 400 yards, four touchdowns, mm-hmm. and had another rushing touchdown. Uh, it was especially cool to see him do that well because I we learned that his grandmother had passed away the night before. So just the fact that he was able to get in the mindset, I probably dedicated this game to her, and then just came out and just played yeah. out of his mind. Best best game of his career probably it was just really cool to see and i hope he continues that i i really like josh allen i really like this bills team uh i like i like them going into arizona uh this week and i think they're gonna come out of it with another win against the uh nfc west so the afc east just continues to beat up on the nfc west this year (laughs) true (laughs) except for the jets (laughs) (laughs) and also probably the patriots yeah, well, the Patriots almost beat the Seahawks earlier this year. That was probably the Patriots' best game. Uh, really kind of an outlier. Not Wild. really sure. I, I feel like at this point, especially after this last week against the Bills, I feel like that game was probably more telling of the Seahawks maybe for than for the Bills, but we can get into that later. When is the Bills uh, 49ers game, bro? Bills 49ers? Um, I don't think it's happened yet. It's in December. December 7th. All right, so in a few weeks away. Uh, the coin going with the Cardinals in this one. Nice. An upset pick for the coin. We never see those. <laughs> anyway, up next, we have an NFC West matchup as the Seattle Seahawks are traveling to Los Angeles to play the Rams. I be- were the Rams on a bye last week? I'm pretty sure they were because I don't remember seeing them playing at all. Yeah, Rams were on a bye last week, so Rams coming off a bye. Uh, Seattle Seahawks coming off a fat loss to the Bills in Buffalo, um, but I, I still I still believe in the Seahawks team. I don't think maybe I think a couple weeks ago I said I thought they were best team in the league. I definitely don't think that at this point. Um, top ten still for sure. I don't know where in the top ten I would put them. Yeah, but they've had a couple telling games. And it's like e, um, you would ex- that you would expect like a top three team to mm-hmm. perform much better in. But uh, I still think they're a much better team than the Rams. The Rams have a pretty good, have a pretty solid looking record. But if you just dig into that a little further, you see that like they have not played all that well this year. Um, and I don't think they'll play all that well against a Seahawks team that is familiar with them. But Seahawks defense is very bad. So I expect this to be like an offensive fireworks show. Yeah, I think this will be a really high-scoring game, but I think the Seahawks are going to come out on top in the end. So. Yeah, I pretty much agree with everything you had to say. Um, I definitely would probably still put the Seahawks around fifth or sixth. Um, maybe not as close to the top as I had them in the past, but even after these couple of games, you'd expect it. Uh, I was talking to my uncle, who's a giant Seahawks fan, and he basically told me like that the way that he and his nephews, I mean, he and his son see it, um, just as the league continues to get better, 
the chances of a team going 16 and 0 or even like 15 and 1 or 14 and 2 are, are just like less and less likely every year um mm-hmm. and and he's just come to expect any team that can still be like the Super Bowl champion it, like he told me like he said like I I think the Seahawks could still win the Super Bowl this year and I feel that way also which realistically puts them like somewhere around the top 5 um so even though I'm not as impressed with them as I was like I'm not necessarily ready to like place a, a fat bet on them this early on in the season uh I would expect them to pick up this win against the Rams. So, yeah, I'm also going to go Seahawks on this one. All right. Coin going with the Rams. Choosing against us once again. Yikes. Yikes. All right. Next up, we have the 49ers versus the Saints, a couple of teams that have just, like, somehow stood right outside of, like, where they're supposed to be expectations-wise. Just always losing random games here and there, not really finding the – um, results within the division that they'd be hoping to find. I guess except for the Saints now having a two-game lead on the Buccaneers is pretty big for them. But um, yeah, I have kind of lost my um, interest in the 49ers, especially as they're kind of in shambles again, um, roster-wise. So I, I think I'm going to be going f- with the Saints on this one. Yeah, Saints have won five games in a row actually that's crazy i I remember earlier this year they were one and two and i was like yeah i'm still not worried about them like underperforming super hard i think they're gonna turn things around because even those close losses at the beginning of the season they still Mm -hmm. looked like a pretty good team so they've definitely found their groove and i think they're gonna win their sixth game in a row here against the spiraling 49ers uh really unfortunate all the injuries and stuff that's happened for them but um it's happened to a lot of other teams too. So let's see what the coin has to say. Coin is going with the 49ers. Wow. I remember this game was actually super good last year. This is when 49ers were at the top of their game. Um, and it came down to like the very end of the game. It was super high scoring. Are you talking I about wish- the divisional? I mean, the conference game? Uh, no. No, they played in the regular season. season. As well. Yeah, they played in the regular season last year, and it was a really good game, and the 49ers came out on top, but I expect this to be a relatively one-sided affair this week. But I digress. Anyway, (laughs) up next, (laughs) we have the Baltimore Ravens traveling to play the New England Patriots in Foxborough. I picked the Patriots to beat the Jets last week, and I don't know if I'd pick them to beat many other teams at the moment. Uh, they almost blew it against the Jets, so that's pretty telling. So, and on the other hand, Ravens maybe not as look not looking as dominant as they did last year, um, having some struggles on offense, as I talked about earlier. But I would definitely still expect them to beat this Patriots team that is kind of just like a shell of what they were before. So, I'm going with the Ravens. Yeah, I am also going to go with the Ravens, Patriots, and um. If you want to talk about the team in shambles, the Patriots are really a, a great example of that. Um, like you said, um, just a very telling near victory over easily the worst team in the league in uh, the New York Jets. Um, our friend Colin tweeted something I thought was pretty funny just about how, like, no matter what, at least Cam Newton is better than Joe Flacco. And I think that's really what that game came down to. Just like yeah. – these two quarterbacks that are just absolutely not even a little bit as impressive as they were like four years ago. Um, So yeah, for right now, I'm definitely leaning towards 
the uh, the Ravens for a pretty solid victory here in, in New England. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Baltimore on this one. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I didn't really realize it until I was watching some of that game yesterday. But the the Patriots have like close to no weapons on offense. Yeah. Like the most notable name on their offense outside of Cam Newton is Julian Edelman, and he's definitely not even as productive as he used to be. So I recognize like almost nobody else on that team. Which is crazy so. because um, Tampa Bay now their like entire receiving core has like almost like mirrored stats against everybody else in the receiving core. Like, right? It, it's it's almost like the the stacked offense follows Brady wherever he goes. Yeah, well, that was one of the things that people talked about last year. Was like, well, Br- give Brady some weapons and he'll do even better. Yeah, than he did with the Patriots, and I guess that's turning out to be true. Because look at these two teams' records. Let's say. Brady is still uh, getting the better end of the deal at the moment. But then on the other side of the coin, there's some like Tom Brady fanboys I saw on Twitter. They're like, oh, give Brady the weapons that like Patrick Mahomes has or that someone else has and he'd be doing way better. I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? Like they've got one of the most like powerhouse offenses in the league. Like I don't understand how people try to make that excuse for Brady this year. And like you don't even need to. I mean, he's having a good year outside of that Saints game. But yeah. anyway, enough about Tom Brady fanboys. Uh, <laughs> the coin going with the Patriots in this one. So Coin's disagreeing with us a lot this week. I know where we are not disagreeing with each other a lot. So Yeah, I was going to say, kind of the only spice of disagreement on this episode. <laughs> yeah, so maybe the coin... If maybe the coin makes up a lot of ground this week or just digs a much deeper hole. I guess we'll see. Anyway. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, you get to uh, finish us off for this week. All right. Uh, last but not least, we have the... Wow, this is a sort and sweet episode. Look at us picking up the pace a little bit here in the back half of the season. Um, we, have the, baby. <laughs> we have the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Chicago Bears in Chicago. Minnesota Vikings on a little bit of an upswing uh, taking a Nice win against the Packers in week eight. Um, also managing to secure a win against the Lions as well. So um, will this be three interdivisional wins in a row for them? Uh, yeah, I actually think it might be. Um, I'm not super impressed with the Bears right now. Um, really kind of a, a a tough loss to watch against the Titans. Like these low scoring games, kind of like I talked about in, in that episode, like that really should be where the Bears are shining. Um, and they failed to. They also could never edge out the win versus the Browns. I, I don't know. I, I, I see a little bit more momentum um, for the Vikings right now. So I think this might be a disagreement, but I don't care. I'm going to make a little bit of a, of a shocker call of my own for once and take the Vikings in this game. Dang it, man. I was really hoping you'd pick the Bears because I know you like the Bears because I'm also going to be going to the Vikings in this one. Um, ever since they got Dalvin Cook back from injury, uh, his first game back was against the Packers. And he went off for like 400 yards, or, or not 400 yards, four touchdowns, uh, 200. <laughs> imagine 400 yards. No, but 200 total yards, four touchdowns. And then this past week, I think he had like two touchdowns, over 100 yards again. So he's just been on fire and unstoppable yeah. the last couple of weeks. And uh, Bears' run defense is kind of middle of the pack, so I don't expect them to really step up and uh, put a stop to this run that he's been on. So... Uh, I think they're going to continue to lean on Dalvin Cook, uh, take the ball out of Kirk Cousins' hands. That's been a recipe for success for them the past couple of weeks. So I expect them to do that again this week. 
and make it three wins in a row. And not just three wins, three divisional wins in a row, like you said. So, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe the Vikings will turn things around this season. They're still, they've got the Cowboys next week. And then they've got the Panthers. But and those then, are a couple of pretty easy wins. Yeah. So, uh, what's their record right now? What are they, like three and six or something like that? Yeah. I believe so. You you might want to double check. Right. Um, three and five actually. So not even that bad, as mm-hmm. bad as I thought. So I I don't know, man. They win two more in a row. They get to five hundred. Who knows? Uh, with this potential playoff expansion to eight teams per conference, as crazy as it you seems, it happen. It could happen for this Vikings team. But anyway, let's see what the coin has to say about this game. Coin, uh. Ending this week off just as it's been for the rest of the week, going with the Bears and disagreeing with us. So, have you considered that there might just be uh, five NFC West teams in the playoffs? Five NFC West teams? Yeah. No, I haven't thought that because there's only four teams in the NFC West. I'm just saying you might want to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna add another team and it's gonna make the playoffs. Yeah, they're just like to make sure that I was right about all of the wild. Oh, all the teams making it. Yeah. Man, I don't even with the eight spots now, I'm not sure if that's gonna happen because of the horrible, no good, very bad luck of the 49ers this year. But, but who knows? Who knows? That expansion, I mean, I don't know, even it makes it even better odds for your prediction to come true, but I don't know, just the way that the Niners have been playing. I don't really see that happening. Yeah, I guess that's true. Man, now you got me all sad. The star's almost (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, thank you everybody for listening to NFLs. Um, Sorry again about the little debacle over the last couple of weeks, but um, we are going to try and stabilize here, so sorry. But uh, not sorry, also, probably, if I'm being honest. And, yeah, thank you um, to everybody who listens. And we're going to have some guests on the next couple of weeks, so get excited for that. And can you think of anything else, Andrew? Uh, thank you to our sponsor, HBO Max, uh, sticking oh, yeah, with us through these troubled times. Thank you, Legacy Dental. Um, <laughs> and... <laughs> um, like I said last week, Drew and I do have another project coming soon. So uh, hopefully I'll have some actual news about that next week. So get excited for that. Um, I'm Jacob Wilkinson. I'm Drew Wade. And as always, I've got the coin with me. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get it up. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. And they stay there.